Hello and welcome back to the ESPN Music Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Dopp, podcast producer here. Today I'm really excited to be joined in studio by Raquel Sophia. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. I am doing great. So tell me what you're doing here at ESPN today. Um, I'm currently on a promo tour with FYE, the record store. So we've been playing at a few different stores and we're playing here in Connecticut. So we thought we would stop by and super excited. Just played for everyone here at the ESPN Cafe. It was fun. Absolutely. I wish, so Kevin, who runs our music department, didn't tell me that's where you guys were doing it or I would have come down and watched it. So you missed it. I've actually just been sitting waiting and I had no idea that you were playing. So I'll have to play again. What are you going to have to do? I know. That's how it is. So... Um, I'm told I get a sheet usually from everybody. Okay. Tells me all of the things about you that I need to know. Oh my God. And the first thing on that sheet is you are the biggest Miami Heat fan. Is that true? (laughs) I am told. So here's the thing. This is my question. Okay. You're, ask me. You know, marginally into sports. Marginally. Marginally. Um, would you say that you've, you followed the heat, you know, as like, uh, when they do stuff, you get excited because. (laughs) When they do stuff, I get excited. I'm unfortunately. A typical Miami fan. Sure. (laughs) Which is a bad thing to say, but that's how we are over there. But um, where Miami fans get excited when things are going. Yeah. (laughs) No, there's nothing. But here's the thing. So not everybody in the world is a sports fan. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. But sports is one of those things that even if you don't follow it, it's one of those things that brings people and communities together when there's something to be able to be excited about. And it's also a great reason to drink beer. Absolutely. That's kind of my favorite thing about sports. Right. So there's two <laughs> two great things. No, you know, and I, I do enjoy sports. I, I I don't know. Once in a while, I do like going to a bar and watching a basketball game. I do like watching it live. Right now, I'm living in Mayagüez in Puerto Rico again, my hometown. So my my team is Los Indios de Mayagüez. So I had to switch over, you know? Right, right. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. But, um, yeah, I do enjoy sports. I think it's cool. I think it brings people together. It gives everybody a reason to cry or to celebrate, hopefully celebrate. Yep. And... Yeah, I don't know. I I can tell you all the facts that were going on in 2011 uh, in sports because I had a, had a boyfriend that was a huge Patriots Celtics fan. And I know oh, wow. I'm like so good. And okay. I would listen to like sports radio. I would just like, because if I wanted to communicate <laughs> it with him, I had to know something. Right, right. You know, but that boyfriend went away. So did the sports knowledge. And right. That's pretty much it. Boyfriend went away. All the songs came. Exactly. And I, I traded in my sports, you know, knowledge and involvement for songs. There's nothing wrong it's with that. It's worked out. Yeah. It's, it really has. Doing pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but seriously, you are into fitness. I am into fitness. You're a big personal fitness kind of I'm person. I'm into fitness. I'm into yoga. I'm into eating healthy. I'm a vegetarian. I was a vegan for a year. So, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily like the sportiest person in the world, but I am into like being in shape and being healthy. Where did that come from? I mean, is that a, a family thing where your mom or dad like that or did you just make a choice? You're crazy. You're... I live in Puerto Rico. <laughs> How is that like ever going to be like – I was raised know. on rice and beans. Right, right. You never know. Um, well, I think it's, it started when I was in college and I moved to the U S and it has a little bit to do with the industry that I'm in. Obviously there's certain pressures, but I just feel really, really good. I fell in love with yoga. It's, I, I love that it's not just a physical activity, but also like a spiritual and lifestyle experience. Mm-hmm. And, um, and from there I, I stopped eating meat. I felt really good. And it's just become this thing that. You know, I love I love doing and I love practicing. I don't I'm not like one of those annoying vegetarians like the like is going to sit in front of somebody and like be like, "Oh my god, you shouldn't eat that bacon, man." You know, right. like that's not my vibe. But <laughs> <laughs> like if you'll ask me, I'll tell you like why I like it, why I feel good what I eat. But um you know, it's hard because traveling and all that stuff is kind of hard to keep up with the kind of diets or the kind of workouts, but we make it work and 
Sure. I, I think the biggest question I have about this is, are you the kind of person to let someone else order mac and cheese and then only eat a bite of it? I will never order it myself. You I'll will never you. do that? I will never order it. Like, ordering it is like 100 calories just in like saying that you want just it. Just saying I swear, you want like, mac and The cheese. minute that you're like, I have the truffle mac and cheese, you're like, you just gained five pounds. Okay. <laughs> but you'll take like a small bite off of someone else's. No your deal. hands are making a huge bite. My bite well, is way smaller right. than, your, than your, what <laughs> your hands true. are doing. That's true. Okay, that's true. I didn't have one bite of mac and cheese last night. My band is the worst. They will call me out for everything. Like Listen, I can't. That's what bandmates are for. They're the worst. They I keep know. you on your toes. I've known them for ten years. We all went to UM together. Oh wow, We're jazz majors. So yeah, they pretty much like call me out on everything ever. But don't including that. You'd rather have that, wouldn't you? Oh, totally. So much more fun. It's so fun. That's awesome. Definitely. So how do you keep up? I mean, when you're doing stuff like this, like do you do yoga on the road? Do you do these kind of things? Like do you fu- make the time? Yeah, I do. I actually I travel with my yogi toes, which is like this like long towel that you put on your yoga mat. It's really dorky, but okay. whatever. <laughs> so I travel with that, and I I try to find yoga studios. I do yoga online, or I just practice myself. I always wake up and go to the gym and make time for it. Sometimes it's really hard. Um, but I went this morning and I went yesterday, but I'm like in a foreign place like Barcelona or, you know, somewhere safe also. Like I'd like to go out and go on a run. Um, and I just try to always make a point of it because then you go to the shows and you just feel groggy and you feel terrible and that's not what you want. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Here's the thing. When you said when I'm like in a foreign place, like my first foreign place is like a city, like. 12 miles away. You're like Barcelona. <laughs> yeah. And I'm in like Barcelona or like Paris or, you know, wherever. Oh, I'm so glamorous. You know, no, I'm kidding. That's, that's good lifestyle. That's well, all I'm I saying. Was, I was a backup singer for Shakira and I, that's why I spent a lot of time in Barcelona because that's where she lives and rehearses yep. and all of that. That's awesome. It was cool. So let's get into the music side of okay. it then. So um, your album debuted number one on iTunes Latino. Is that yes, true? Yes. It's crazy. That's ridiculous. It's crazy. Okay, I, I never pay attention to the numbers because, or like the ratings or any of that because like that's the fast track to losing your mind. But like everybody started calling me like, oh my God, it's at number seven. I'm like, guys, don't tell me. Oh, it's climbed up to number three. And it, when it got to number two, I was like, this is amazing. Oh, we didn't expect it. Oh my God. Finally, when it got to number one and my like managers called me crying, they'll hate me for saying that at ESPN, but they called me crying, both men. And they're like, we're number one. Oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> so it's it was crazy and it was unexpected because it was a fully digital release. It was the first time that Sony Latin has done something like that. And it wasn't like we didn't have billboards on the road or like anything like that, like promoting it. It was just an organic fan base that follows the music and wanted to buy the album. So it That's was awesome. really cool. Yeah. And the album is, I forgive me if I'm. Okay, I really want to hear you say this. Te quiero los domingos. That's good. Thank you. Te quiero los domingos, which means I love you on Sundays. Oh. Oh. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not. It's only on Sundays. Though. Only on Sundays because okay. it's because fo- of football. That's what. That's that's why. That's our tie back into sports. That's, that's dude, it. I got you. That's how it works. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, and you, when you did this, you have also done a, a handful of other things. You, which for me, may, this isn't as big as being number one on iTunes, but you played the NPR Tiny Desk concert. Yes, dude. and that was awesome. I love Tiny Desk. I so, love like, Tiny to Desk. To me, that's one of those things that like – it's like a little thing within the scene. But like if you follow it, like that's one of those things. It's like a, a big step for me. And it – no, it was a big step for us because so many people follow it. So many people from different markets. It's not just a Latin thing, you know. And so many people found us and discovered us because of that. I still – that was over a year ago and I still get people like emailing me and tweeting and all this stuff like, oh my god, I just found your Tiny Desk. It was so cool. And what I love about it, it, it promotes like – real musicianship and it promotes like playing live you don't have i mean there's nothing amplifying you there's nothing that you can change that you can't 
reproduce. Everything has to be right there in the moment. And yeah. it's a very cool like thing that they're doing over there for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, it was it was really fun. I loved doing it. It was really special for us. Yeah. So you talked about with your album, it was released digitally. Mm-hmm. This is the first thing, yeah. first time that Sony Latin has ever done that. Yes. So you have, and I, on this sheet that I have, uh, it says that you had 7 million Spotify streams in two months. Yes, it's crazy. Yeah. That's a really big number. The album is like past 10 million at this point. It came out in June. And it's, I mean, I think that we're living in a really great time in music where you don't have to just depend on the radio to find what you want to listen to. And I'm not knocking the radio, but I'm saying that it's so great that there's so much alternative avenues for music. And, you know, when I was a kid, I would have to wait for my favorite song to come on and, like, tape it, you know? Yep. God, I'm giving away. I'm yep. like, no, that's a, I did the same thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now if you, it's cool because you can be a fan of whatever's on the radio, but you can also go online and find the weirdest, craziest, or Whatever, you know, all these indie artists that are flourishing on Spotify. And I think it's a really cool thing. And people have really embraced our music on Spotify. And I'm just, I'm really grateful for it. So that's your label, uh, the way that it's set up. Um, you do a streaming and that's basically it. You know, how, do you feel like that's a, a better decision for you guys? Well, I think I was kind of like the guinea pig, the Sony experiment. Um, and they signed me to a digital deal, okay. kind of. Um, and everybody kept ask, asking me, like, when are you going to get a real record deal? <laughs> I mean, it's a real it record is a rec- deal. It is. Yeah. And it was just kind of using these kind of different platforms like Spotify, Vivo, iTunes to break a new artist because, as you know, times are tough in the music industry. Yep. And and everybody kind of wasn't on board at first. And now we've slowly made people believers, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's it's going well. And the album just came out physically, but only in Puerto Rico. And it's available on Amazon as well. But it's it's a process, you know, and it's also just recognizing that people are getting their music online, and especially in Latin America, most of the of the way that people listen to music is streaming. Okay, so that's I mean, yeah, that's huge. It is huge. That's awesome. <laughs> that's so cool. So you went from you know being a backup singer for Shakira, I know, to doing all of this here. How is that different? I mean, understanding the things that you used to do when the places you used to go to now. You know, you said this album, and and it feels like a lot of what you've been doing is more of an organic type of a an atmosphere is that I wouldn't say difficult for you, but do you feel like you enjoy this side of it more than you know maybe you know the other side with what you were doing before? No, I definitely enjoy this way more. I always I was a backup singer and it was an amazing school and I learned so much. And you know I got to tour with like one of the biggest pop stars in the world. You know I also toured with Juanes. He's a Latin mm-hmm. rock star. You know, so I got to experience that whole thing. But they were already super huge, whatever, when I, when I started with them, you know? Yeah. And I learned so much from watching them perform. I learned from how the organizations work, from all of that, that now I can apply that all to my thing. It's a different, you know, experience because obviously I saw the private jet, you know, mm-hmm. life. And mine is like the four people in a room life. Right. But it's still really <laughs> enjoyable and we have fun and, and every – everything is a win. Every small thing like the NPR or, or this FYE tour, being here, we can celebrate – Everything. It's very cool. Absolutely. Well, it's your win. I mean, it's your exactly. four-person room. Exactly. Like, and it feels like you see the progress. It's it's yeah, cool. That's awesome. It's my four-person room. Right. Thank you. It's your four-person room. So most importantly, okay. we should put this out there. You were nominated for the Best New Artist for the 2015 16th Annual Latin Grammy Awards. Yes, I am. It's crazy. That's a big deal, too. It's a huge deal. There's a, you, there's a lot of big deals. It all happened so fast. That's awesome. Well, not so fast because obviously I've been working on it my whole life. But once the album came out, it's just kind of this domino effect situation. And I spent all of last year like 
calling the people from my label every single day, like, when is something going to happen, you know, and texting everyone. Like, Monday mornings were my favorite because I would just text everyone I knew, knew, like, what are you guys doing? Get to work. Let's do something. <laughs> and finally, the album is out and things are happening. And, you know, the album was only out for, I guess, four months, three months before the Latin, nomina- Latin Grammy nomination. So it's really cool. I get to go play at the Grammys. And I've been to the Latin Grammys as a backup singer. So just going to that same stage to Vegas, but in a totally different way is so exciting to Absolutely. me. Absolutely. I know. And that's November 19th? November 19th. Gosh. Have you already prepared a speech just in case? Um, yes. Okay. I mean, I've been pre- practicing it since I was like really young. Since you were a kid. I just add people and take people out as they come in and out of my life. But the gist of the speech is right. mostly the same. I'm glad you didn't ask me what I'm going to wear. No, 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 no. I just Everybody's asked me that. I'm like, I'm performing at the Grammys. I don't care about what I'm going to wear. Yeah. But I am. I, I'm wearing something. But Well, that's good. Yeah. It would probably, that would be a scandal if I that didn't. That would though. be a scandal if you did. We would come back here to this podcast and talk about it. Yes, <laughs> yes, that would be that would be something. Uh, that so tell me, your your bandmates are here in the other room. My bandmates are here. They didn't want to come in. Let's just. Can you mind giving them a shout out? Taylor, Brian, what's up, guys? Love you, love right. you, miss you, mean it. <laughs> so tell me where we can follow you. Any of our listeners, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. It's all under Raquel Sofia. Let me spell it: R A Q U E L. S-O-F-I-A, Sophia with the Latin spelling, not the P-H. And I'm super active on my social media and Snapchat and all of that stuff. Okay. And you have a website for, you know, when you're on tour, people can go to make I sure they have a website. Days. It's RaquelSofia.com and it's all on my Facebook and they can get the music on iTunes and Spotify and Amazon and if you're in Puerto Rico and Walmart. That's awesome. That's <laughs> I know. so good. It's been, it's a crazy experience, honestly. Like, I just recently started hearing myself on the radio for the first time. How is that? It's crazy, dude. You remember, like, do you see the movie, That Thing You Do? Of course. Like, when they hear themselves for Absolutely. the first time and they scream. Like, that's, that's pretty much like? what happens. That's awesome. Except, like, you're driving, you're like, oh my God, and you're, like, screaming and trying to take a picture of the <laughs> thing. It's, it's not good. Yeah. But it's really exciting, and every time I, I hear my song on the radio, I like I'm so grateful with everything that's happening. Absolutely, and you also uh, you were on the HBO Game of Thrones mixtape. Yeah, that was really cool. A year ago, they asked a bunch of artists, including Common and Estelle and Snoop, and for some reason, me right. amongst those people. You fit in there, like <laughs> yeah. you're, you're in that somehow. Yeah, um, to do um, a song for their mixtape, and at, they assigned everybody a house. So mine were the, and I am a Game of Thrones fan. I think it was the Lannisters, but I forgot okay. at this point. And you had to like write a song about them, and it was really cool. That's awesome. It was really awesome, yeah. That's and so and cool. I got to go to a party and sit on a fake um, Iron Throne. Really? Yeah, it was super dorky. See, I, I would love it. to see that Iron Throne. Huge Game Dude, of Thrones. Dude, it was awesome. Are you really? Oh, yeah. I'm freaking oh, out. Game of Thrones. Like, I can't even. I yeah. can't wait till, like, my life is basically a cycle of when Game of Thrones is on and then I like die and I'm a zombie for a little bit and then it starts again and I come back to come life. Back to- and that's what happens. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Raquel Sophia, thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you, dude. Follow her on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Raquel Sophia. Website is RaquelSofia.com. Yes. Keep it simple for everyone. Yeah. It's just the easiest. Of course. Thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you. You can follow me on Twitter. My name is Daniel Dopp. Thank you so much for listening to ESPN Music. Music.